Welcome to the Hospital Finance Podcast, your go-to source for information and insights that can help you stay ahead of the challenges impacting healthcare finance. And now, the host of the Hospital Finance Podcast, Michael Passanate. Hi, this is Mike Passanate, and welcome back to the Hospital Finance Podcast. Today, I'm joined by Delisha Pierce, who is the Director of Reimbursement Integrity at Bessler. And if you're involved in the cost report preparation at your hospital, you may be aware that CMS has extended the deadline regarding amendments to the S-10. Delisha is here today to break down those changes for us and let us know what they mean for you. Delisha, welcome to the program. Hi, Mike. How are you doing today? I'm great. We're excited to have you. So first, why don't you tell us why the S-10 is so important to hospitals Well, historically, the S-10 has been a schedule on the cost report that's only been used for EHR incentive payments. Um, In 2014 and 15, it came up that that CMS has said we're going to use the the S-10 to calculate Medicare um, dish payments. Well, you know, they, they've delayed it, they've um, delayed it multiple times, and then in FY, for FY18, they came in and now are using the, the S10 data to calculate the Medicare, uh, the 75% portion of the Medicare dish, cal- dish payment. So what, what has happened is 2018 is now using uh, Days Proxy for 2012 Days proxy for 2013, and they're using the 2014 S10 data. So it's a it's a hybrid of days, um, SSI days, and now a portion of the uncompensated care that is related that is reported on the two the S10. So historically, it hasn't been you the S10 hasn't been utilized to calculate the Medicare dish. Uh, payment, which is the 75%, which is a pool that is a, hospitals are competing for their pro rata share of the Medicare dish pool, the UCC pool, which is, you know, in 2018, it's about $5.7 billion. So every hospital is competing for their pro rata portion of the, the, the set pool of dollars. And the pool over the years has has gone down. Well, in 2018, because they came back and recalculated the uncompensated, uninsured dollar numbers for the for the country, we got a big piece, a big, a big, um, how do I say it? A kind of a gift from CMS of 800 million dollars. Well, with that being said, a lot of hospitals benefited from that. So. But going forward, they're going to use S10 for 2019. The 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 trifecta effect of the Medicaid days, SSI days, they're going away from the old calculation and moving to using more of the S10. So in in 19, 2014 S10 and 2015 S10 will be utilized to calculate the pro rata share of each hospital's uncompensated care pool. So that's why it's so important, and and they're phasing it in at 100% in 2020. So the S10 will be used to for for all hospitals um, for the 75% uh, the dish calculation. So that pro rata share of this pool 
that we don't, you know, we know that it will change every year. We don't, we're not sure what it's going to be in 19. We're not sure what it's going to be in 20, but we do know what it is in 18. So whereas this has just been for reporting purposes in the past, it is now affecting a large piece of Medicare reimbursement for all hospitals. That's why it's so important. Well, thanks for that, Delisha. And as you alluded to in your answer, uh, CMS tends to change the deadline um, for different things around reporting, and, and it's happened again. It's extended the deadlines for the submission of amended cost reports. What are some of the important dates hospitals should know? Well, one of the most important dates, uh, you know, because to give you a little bit of history, they get, um, CMS had given us a deadline to resubmit our 2014 and 2015 S10 data, um, and, and that was for September 29th. Lo and behold, they came out with uh, a, a, an extension the two days before, and they they gave hospitals an extended, you know, a more extensive instructions to go along with that. They also published a MedLearns Matter um, article, which gives gave hospitals more specific instructions on how to treat charity patients and how to do the reporting. It was really nice of them to do this, but when they extended it, they extended it to um, January 2nd. So hospitals still now have the opportunity to resubmit their 2014 and 15 data, and depending on your year end, your 2016. So what I highly recommend hospitals do is resubmit all three of those cost report, um, their data on the S10, make sure that they're focusing on you know the the charity how you're reporting that bad debt making sure that each line item on the S10 is accurate is, and, and you can provide support in the event that they do go back and audit this so make sure that you resubmit it's very important that you do when we we were given the opportunity last year to resubmit our S10 for 2014 and only 25% of the hospitals in the country resubmitted their S10 and that goes from they were nobody was really thinking that the S10 is going to be used in 2018 for Medicare dish reimbursement but it it is so um, instead of you you wouldn't want only 25% of the hospitals resubmitting their data either that or they know that their data is accurate but if there's any opportunity to make sure that you make changes you get that information in then you need to take advantage of the CMS extension and get your data in by January 2nd. And let's touch on something that you mentioned there around changes to the instructions. And uh, you did mention that CMS did release changes to the S10 instructions. So what was the reason for that? Well, the reason was because the hospital industry as a whole has basically con has concerns with how other hospitals are reporting the data and the vague instructions that were provided initially. Now they did give, uh, it, it goes into much more detail, and, and I'm going to keep going back to the MedLearns Matter um, article or lesson that they, they have released, and go. it's out on the CMS website. You, you may want to go back because it gives individual examples of charity, uncompensated care, uninsured. So you want to use use what they have given us to help because what they were trying to do is give additional guidelines to make sure the hospitals were reporting their, their information as accurately, not getting into the ha – CMS doesn't want to get into the habit of telling hospitals how to report charity, 
but really in theory they are getting into that. They're, they're telling us how to report it, and they're giving it specific examples that you want to take. You want to take advantage of the fact that they have gone through the process of providing examples, and, and and not every hospital does it the same way, and not every hospital has the same charge master, transaction code master, so everybody has a different way of looking at their data, but at the end of the day, the most important thing is to get it in the right bucket. And if a hospital has reached final settlement with their cost report, do they have to reopen it or can they amend? They, they're just going to uh, resubmit the 2014 and 15. So you don't you don't have to go through a reopening or an amendment. You just need to go uh, get with your max, resubmit your 2014, 2015, and if need be your 2016 uh, cost report. So it's not as laborious as uh, the you know going through a reopening or amending. So. So let's talk about some of the details of the S10 itself. Um, will the S10 data be utilized in the calculation of uncompensated care? Absolutely. So what it will be used for going forward, as I alluded at the beginning, is it's going to be calculating, and uh, the S10 schedule will tell CMS what the uncompensated care costs are, which will be used to um, divvy up, I guess for a better lack of a better word, divvy up hospitals pro rata share of the uncompensated care pool. Now, I expect that the uncompensated care pool will either go down or up o over the next couple of years as they reevaluate the uninsured. Um, but for the most part, this is the biggest change for hospitals that's come out since one of the wage, the wage index changes. So this is very important. It will be used to calculate their uncompensated care. Not to mention, several hospital associations have been talking about the possibility of the states using this for their uh, supplemental funding mechanism. So, whereas you, it just typically has historically Medicare effect would affect Medicare DISH. It it may very well be used as the one source stop stop for uncompensated care and be used to divvy up the states. Um, supplemental fundings, which example is 1115 waiver, UPL programs, which really have gone away, but uh, UC programs. So as you look at what you're doing from a Medicare perspective, we want to make sure that the data that's on your S10 is as accurate as possible because it may be used to uh, drive another uh, funding mechanism. What is the single most important feature of a hospital's charity care policy? The most important feature of the hospital's charity care policy is following your policy. Make sure that you are you are following your policies to the T because as they what they they have CMS has said they're not going to audit um, the 14, 15, but we do think that they're going to come out and start auditing 2017. So as hospitals are very different in their policies and procedures. The one thing that the CMS has always um, followed is, are you following your policies? So if your policy says, let's hypothetically say a Medicare patient or a Medicaid patient, their charges are denied because it wasn't covered. If you don't have something in your policy and procedures that says if they're Medicaid and they're their um, services were not covered, either not medically necessary, um, exhausted benefits. If your policy doesn't say that these would be considered 
charity patients, then you can't count them in your uninsured charity. So you want to make sure that you are following your charity policy. You can support on each patient that you're following the, the charity policy. And this kind of gets into the audit that some of the hospitals across the country have gone through for for their meaningful use. They've they've had some audits on those and it is related to S10, but this can be this could potentially be a more in-depth audit. And you know, it's new to the auditors, it's new to the hospitals. So making sure that you are following your policies and procedures is the, the most important thing and that you can document that. What's the key factor driving these outcomes? It's your Medicaid um, charges, your cost to charge ratio, ha and and the uncompensated care, the charity patients that you are treating. You know, make sure that if if you're saying it's a charity patient or if you're saying it's an uninsured patient, that you can prove that because at the end of the day, the way the S10 works, it's going to drive your reimbursement. Delisha, as hospitals reach year-end and get ready to complete the cost report, what should they be doing to prep? They should absolutely reevaluate their policies and procedures, run their patient data. They should basically do a self-audit to make sure that they're putting the patients in the right category. And historically, you know, S10 has not been the most important driving factor of hospitals reimbursement. So this is a new step and a new process that they're going to have to implement during their cost report prep and cost report filing process to make sure that they, they number one, can support the numbers that are on the cost report and that they understand what's in them. Because as you know, the audit may not happen for two years, two or three years, you may have turnover, you may have, uh, you know, you've done you know, two cost reports since then. So making sure that you document everything when you're filing your cost report that you, you you leave an audit trail for yourself or for anybody coming behind you is going to be very beneficial in the fact that you won't have to try to go back and remember what you did you you set up a process and you continue to follow that and, and as we get better and more experience with s10 and the reporting we are going to do tweak the process and we're going to tweak how we report it but we all the hospitals we know hospitals want to report this data as accurately as possible plus they want to get their pro rata share of treating the uncompensated the the uninsured and the the disproportionate patients delish if a hospital is not currently a dish hospital and maybe they don't ever project to be one why should they care about filing an s10 well, number one, it's a schedule on the cost report that you are required to fill out. Now, um, you want, to, and you know, by virtue of the regulations and the requirements, you're supposed to make sure that your cost report is accurate as as, as accurate as possible. And a CFO or an administrator has to attest and certify that they that this cost report is accurate. So, it doesn't matter if you're if you're not getting dish or not. You want to make sure that what you're reporting on your cost report is accurate and, and, and compliant. It does affect um, EHR payments, so and you are, you are required to complete it for that purpose as well. Delisha, thanks for joining us today on the Hospital Finance Podcast to talk about the latest goings-on with the S10. Hi, this is Mike Passanate. As we approach the end of 2017, I wanted to take just a minute to thank all of the loyal listeners of the Hospital Finance Podcast. 
You know, we're almost at our 100th episode, and that's because listeners like you come back each and every week. I have just two favors to ask of you. First, I need your feedback. Send me a note directly at update at Bessler.com and let me know what you like about the program or what you think we could be doing better. Second, tell someone you know about the Hospital Finance Podcast that you think may be interested in what we have to offer. That's it. So on that note, thanks again, and I look forward to meeting with you again next week on the Hospital Finance Podcast. This concludes today's episode of the Hospital Finance Podcast. For show notes and additional resources to help you protect and enhance revenue at your hospital, visit Bessler.com forward slash podcasts. The Hospital Finance Podcast is a production of Bessler. Smart about revenue, tenacious about results.